Welcome back, everybody. I'm your I can't do it seriously. It's so hard for me to say I'm your host, John Benish, because I can't even take myself serious. Right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode three called The 20s. I'm really excited about this episode, actually, because I think the 20s is one of the most complicated periods of your life. And now that I say that out loud, I realize I'm going to be 22 and I haven't even experienced the 20s themselves. But I have a great idea of what the future kind of looks like. Do you ever just sit back and think, what does your future look like? It could be one of those things that you think you have everything together. Actually, no, none of us do. I don't even, I can't even name two people in my life right now that have their shit together. What I wanted to talk about with the 20s is expectations and college and your future and who you are. We start off with all these expectations of what our 20s are supposed to look like. We're young, you turn 21, you're ready to go hit the bars and have fun with your friends. What's after that period? You know, how far does that bar scene really go for you after you turn 21? Are you going to be treating the, your liver the same when you're 28 or 26? When is that decision to stop heavily drinking and blacking out every Thursday for all you can drink? Like, we don't have that 17-year-old liver anymore. We're not able to drink that bottle of UV blue and pass out in your, like, basement at your parents' house or fill up your parents' vodka with water again. And you're 21 and you can afford that stuff. You have all that access to it. I also think about birthdays. You know, 21 is a milestone that you achieve. When you turn 26, aren't you kicked off your parents' insurance? Then you have to afford your own? I mean, that's a pretty big five-year gap also, which is the middle of your 20s. What are you doing then? Those expectations to have it all figured out are so overwhelming. And society places a lot on us to have a mapped out plan, especially when you're in college. That four-year plan of getting your degree and then what, you're done and you have a piece of paper that says you did it? And what's next? That kind of brings me to my other point, loans, interviews, and like college. I apply for loans myself. I don't know about how many of you out there pay for your own college, but I do. It is one of the most complicated, complex things I've ever experienced, especially when it comes to FAFSA. Personally, I do use Sally Mae. So for all of these out there who are looking for ideas or maybe entering college, Sally Mae is a great place to start. After college, you have to do interviews for actual jobs. I've talked to some of my friends in my fraternity, some of the boys out there are looking for jobs and it's just, some of them aren't even working. And this expectation too, of having this experience, being able to work for them. Oh, I need you to have at least five years or 10 years of experience before we can hire you here. Where was I supposed to get that? You, it's like a double standard. It's you're not able to fit in to this work ethic that society expects from you when they're not even providing that experience and opportunity. So then what, you're just working retail job again? That's not gonna add up to your resume. That's not gonna have a reflection of who you are and the degree that you just earned. I keep bringing up college and degrees and loans and stuff, but what about those who didn't need college? What about those who didn't have to go to college and just continued right after high school? There should be a lot more credit to them jumping right into the workforce. I do think personally that college is a great experience and definitely expands your horizons a lot more than you think it does, especially in finding out who you are, finding new friends, living up in a different location and exploring. But sometimes that's not for everybody and that's totally normal. And for those of you that like either dropped out of college or just didn't have to go, you just went straight into it. How are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, most of you will probably reply with, yeah, I don't have any loans to pay. I just like, I could buy my own house right now if I want to. But are you happy too? Let's think about it. Are the college kids versus those who didn't go to college 
on different playing fields? I think so. But are you really at that point? Are we both at that point even? To say that we're living in our 20s? Because I think those who didn't go or dropped out started earlier. I feel like they have more time to explore the 20s, but they're constantly working. And we're constantly in school. It's almost like it balances out. Not, I'm not justifying or saying anyone is any better, but I just, I think these times are so complex. We're expected to be an adult, yet where are we learning to be one? I mean, is it happening every day or is someone, like, I don't know. It's different for everyone and I get that. I talked to my last episode that I'm actually living in Whitewater and I'm able to afford my house through my loans, <laughs> which is quite unfortunate, but I still am able to pay like my bills and my utilities. I'm working full time. During the school year, I also work part time, so I keep up with it. But I actually have a lot of my friends during the summers who go back to their parents' place. And I'm not like shaming you or anything. Don't don't get me wrong. It's it's convenient and it's a financial move that probably provides a lot of stability and you're saving money. I know that if I went back to my parents' place, I would still be paying them rent. One of the other things about talking after college that I also have is your friends after. We create such a friend group throughout college, especially when it comes to roommates or athletics. What happens afterwards? You know, for those of you that have graduated, do you still talk to them? Are you closer with your college friends than you are with your high school friends? I don't even speak to anyone in high school. Oh my God, F them. I'm way past that place. I love my college friends, but I recently had this weird thought when I was going through my media. I was on Snapchat and I think I counted at least four people that have graduated. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. If I'm being honest, like I'm still friends with them, but do I keep Snapchatting them? Do I keep in touch? I don't wanna just end the streak or stop our conversations that we have daily, but when does it tailor off? When is it the time to just be like, hey, I want to continue our relationship, but I don't think we need to do this every day. I have those thoughts. I don't know if anybody else has thought about that or is in that same situation. If you are, totally let me know what you think you would do. I just don't wanna be a dick about it. One of the other things that actually recently occurred with one of my friends, as long as we're on the topic of friends, they got out of a relationship. They brought up this very valid point that I wanted to talk about. Relationships versus marriage. Being in your 20s is one of those things where your relationships most likely gonna end in a breakup or a marriage. And if you aren't going to marry that person, what are you doing? You know, have you asked yourself that? What is it that you want out of this relationship? Because if you are in one currently and you cannot see yourself marrying that person, are you wasting their time? Do you really love them? Is it just for fun to you? Is it a game? And I'm not trying to be so rude and harsh about it, but you have to ask yourself, we're 20 some years old. We're done with most of our school. We need to find an adult job and live our life. Are you gonna live a life of just playing cuddles and kisses? Or are you really gonna settle down with that person and start a family? That's very complicated. And that's a real conversation that you do need to have with your significant other because I think it's important at this stage of life. One of the other things about the 20s that I actually wanted to get into too is why I just think the 20s could possibly be the worst period of your life. Because one, like no one respects you. I mean, yeah, it's sad, but true. And I'm not gonna say there's no actual person or like real reason for people to like respect the 20s and like 20 year olds especially our generation. But if you think about it for a second, teenagers don't respect anyone. And especially on media, they all think that they're better than us. I mean, they even skip like that ugly stage. Have you noticed that these days? Like they're skipping it. Like I remember my ugly stage. I mean, I still think I might be in it. I was humongous when I was a teenager. I looked like a Twinkie. But people in the 30s and beyond look at us like, 
adults with training wheels strapped to our sides. I think the only segment of the population we actually garner some respect from is like grade schoolers and like children because they think were like the coolest thing. Another reason why I think the 20s could be the worst period of your life, probably living with your parents for most of it. Your parents are gonna get on your nerves in your 20s because they're going to ream your ass about your future plans, your relationships, and your day and night routine. How many of you right now have to tell your parents still what you're doing? Do you have to ask permission to leave the house or are you just here now to like tell them, hey, I'm gonna go hang out. We have all of this freedom to be ourselves and discover like what we wanna do, but that has a lot of responsibility and weight to it. One of the other things I think about your 20s is it might be hard to like make friends. I was lucky enough to make friends in college, but like, let's go back to those people who didn't. Are they just friends with their hometown people still? I'm an extrovert, so I think that's like one of my advantages, but it can be like really tough after college because you no longer have access to this growth and wealth of people the same age and all your high school and college friends are scattered throughout the country. And I'm sure it might be get easier later in your 20s, but for the first couple six years, where 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 are they coming from? You know? You're out there at work. Are is your new best friend going to be your principal if you're a teacher? Is your new best friend going to be some WebEx dude because you're like a cybersecurity manager? Shout out to Hunter, because that's definitely targeted at him. And then the other thing, really bringing another point up, college debts come due at the worst possible time. In the midst of all of this post-college angst, your debts start coming due just when you think you're starting to get a hang of things. How are we supposed to have this money and start paying them, especially with subsidized and unsubsidized loans? Where are we supposed to get this money and have this time limit to like pay things before it just starts getting way out of pocket. I don't know. These are just some of my points that I really think why the 20s kind of sucks. We have no guidebook. I mean, we've never had a guidebook through life. We've had our parents. But have you ever just thought, where did your parents learn this from? I'm grateful for mine. I don't know. I think this is a great time to really call or text your parents and tell them how much you appreciate them. Tell them that you love them and thank them for everything that they've taught you. And get the most out of it. Milk your parents for advice and for lessons. Because as soon as that's gone and you need to start teaching other people and you have no idea what you're doing, oh boy. I can't even think where I would be giving advice about how to live your life. I mean, I'm sitting in my bed at a house that I pay for with my student loans, eating rice cakes on the daily because I can barely afford anything else. Yet I call my mommy every week to tell her how much I love her and how much I appreciate her. The other day, this is a kind of funny story. This is really embarrassing, actually. I went to the gas station and used my credit card. I think I hit debit and it asked me for my PIN or maybe it was credit. I still don't know the difference. That's literally my point. I don't even know the difference between debit and credit. I freaked out because it said like $100 max limit. And I called my mom and I'm like, mom, what did I do? I don't understand the difference between debit and credit. And then she like helped explain it. But that's what I'm saying is what do we get ourselves into? But our parents are always there to fish us out. Those of you that have lost a parent or do not have a father or mother figure in your life, I really hope that there is a person out there that has been watching over you and guiding you along the way and definitely give them the appreciation for having that type of skill and talent, both being your guardian and parent figure. Basically, that kind of wraps up my episode for the 20s. I know it's not crazy long, but I really just wanted to talk about this because we are at such a strange place in our lives. We're growing up. You know, we lost our innocence. We lose our imagination. Time starts to go by faster. It's over. We need to become an adult. And we're really just thrown out there. With that being said, 
I'm over it. Honestly, that is exhausting thinking about my future and I do not want to do it anymore for today. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast. I appreciate every single one of you. Please go and post this podcast on your Instagram story and totally tag me and I will absolutely give you a shout out in the next episode. I appreciate you guys so much for listening and I hope you guys enjoy today's weather and happy first day of summer.